early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Hey guys, I've never really wondered about the meaning of life per se, but one thing I've wondered about are vasectomies. Like, when was the first one, and who the heck was the first guy to let another guy do that? Well, thanks, Scott, for sending in a new voicemail inside of our new voicemail. Whoop, whoop. Finally glad that we got somebody to send in a little submission here for us. Uh, vasectomies, though, that's a pretty interesting topic. It makes me cringe a little bit here, uh, but I really don't know anything about it, and I'm excited to take a little dive into it, so we will hop right on that for you. Patrick, what do you know about vasectomies? Honestly, not a whole lot besides just the basics of they do a little snip-snip. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to cover first just so anyone who's not completely familiar, uh, you can send any, a voicemail as well through our website. Just go to our homepage and click the little pink button the, in the bottom right corner. Upload it through your computer or your phone. Very easy. And it'll come right to us. And you could be on the next episode of What's Going On. There it is. And also, big shout out to Patrick for filling that out. Real convenient here for us. And we all appreciate it. So let's give a little round of applause. Woo! <laughs> so what about you what do you know about vasectomies dude i don't really know too too much about vasectomies besides what kind of what you said the little snip snip i oh i have I heard have, you uh, could reverse a vasectomy and that sounds complicated yeah i'm scared yeah i also i don't know if this counts as a vasectomy but did you hear i feel like there was a study done or something was happening where there was like i don't I don't know if it actually got past trials, but there was like a switch that you could like turn on and off whether what? there was sperm going down the sperm <laughs> duct. I'm pretty sure there like was like some sort of lever in there that just like goes back <laughs> well, and forth, closes it up. What? Well, light bulb switch. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I heard something about it. And I mean, until we started recording, I didn't remember. That'd be convenient, um, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. What if like something actually bumps into it? You know. Well, then, I don't know then you just end up with a regular vasectomy, and then it's like I don't know. Is it that different? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, because if you got the switch and then something happens, like, because I'm pretty sure that the the reason why you want it is that you could like flip it on and off. Yeah. But really, why? I don't even know. Why would you even want that option? Why wouldn't you just freeze some sperm, and then like always have it in the you know. In the back, always have a little safety net, I guess, if you wanted kids, but a guaranteed way to not have kids already. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like the switch doesn't really do much. I think that's just like, you know what I mean? It's an insurance against the unknown that's holding you back from actually doing it. Yeah. For me, I, I have no interest in getting one now, especially since, you know, I'm not with anyone. <laughs> so it doesn't really make any sense but you're not thinking about that that early vasectomy no but i mean <laughs> even even in my like i don't know 40s i'd be still hesitant to it just because yeah you never know how the future is going to go and i don't know 
just seeing how many people get divorced and all of that, and you have different family structures. I don't know if I'd want to commit to never having a kid again. And I guess there is always the option of freezing sperm, as you said, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. The only thing about that, because I was going to say, we well, could just freeze it anyways and still do it. How long does frozen sperm last? That's why I was wondering when, when you said, oh, that would be the solution. But then, I mean, you could always just adopt. Yeah, true. There is always something back there. I don't know. First question. Let's look into it. How long does frozen sperm live? What's the shelf life? Would you be interested in ever getting one or is it completely off the table? I feel like for guys, you're either in one camp or you're in the other camp of like, yeah, yeah. I'd consider it or hell no. No, I'd definitely consider it. Okay. I am definitely inside of that category. I don't really know. I... I understand the feeling of like, yeah, I want my own kid, but at the same time, I don't really give a shit. There's a lot of kids out there that need families and whatnot. Mm. And if you like, you want your own kid, that's fine too. Like you're not selfish for wanting that. It's your life. It's your wants, your needs. But like, I don't know if I couldn't have a kid, like if I found out like I've been sterile my whole life or something like, oh, well, I'm not super upset about it. You know, we're just, uh, I'm just happy that there's options, I guess, to still be a father if I would like to be in the future, you know? Yeah. I'm looking at how long does frozen sperm last when the blogger 12 to looks like the same years. age as us. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. This was like how quickly you need to like get it frozen. Probably oh, need to freeze it like, It looks like a couple in New York had a child in 2005 from a sperm that's been stored for 28 years. Holy shit. That's kind of fucking awesome. Wow. Imagine being that child and you were like, yeah, you sat in a fucking sperm bank for 28 years. Yeah, you're actually like 28 years older than you seem to be. (laughs) That's wild. How? Wow. How do they freeze it? Like, I want to say there's a couple of freezing methods that I feel like would make sense. Like, um, I can't think of the specific fucking thing for it. What is it called? Can you freeze Uh. eggs? Yes, I'm pretty sure, but I think that's more of a hard process to extract, obviously. Yeah, yeah, kind of like getting tubes tied, which... I also wanted to look into that. Yeah, I, I agree. That was That's pretty interesting to me. I um, heard a statistic that... I need to check it quick, but more women get their tubes tied than men get vasectomy. I don't believe that. Really? Like... No, I feel, why? I feel like that's such a more complicated procedure. I feel like that just doesn't make sense to me. I think I don't, it's I, I don't know what's more complicated. masculinity thing. I don't know. Why does it, I don't understand that. You're still, like, you're still shooting stuff. You're still shooting blanks. Like, what are you, I don't know. Once you're past, like, 50, how fertile even is your gunk i don't really know not not probably that fertile honestly so who gives a shit so yeah in the united states about five hundred thousand men undergo a vasectomy whereas between five hundred fifty thousand to seven hundred eighty nine thousand weird that they have a range uh (laughs) tubal ligations i've never heard it called that are performed yearly really that blows my fucking mind. Yeah. I would never have assumed that that's more common. Yeah, 9% of men in the US get them, while 20% 7% of women. Wait, wait, wait. You say 9% of men and 7% of women? 27. Oh, 27. I was like, wait a second. I here. think that's the that's... statistic that I heard. 
I, I didn't hear the actual numbers, but I heard that. And I think that's crazy that that's, I think, coming down to the guy not wanting to get a vasectomy. So the woman's like, fine, I'll get the tubes dyed, even though it's a much worse procedure. Jesus Christ. That's okay. That's also something we should check too. We should see if the, I, I feel like it is because I feel like it would be more invasive. Yeah, you have to cut into their body and involves cutting and tying the fallopian tubes to prevent eggs from being able to move from the ovaries to the uterus. Yeah. I just, I, I want the con- the confirmation. And it's not reversible. Okay. I also don't know how a vasectomy is reversible. I mean, if it's just like a little tube, you just connect it. Yeah, again. that's what, okay. That's what I'm assuming is that like, is it just the sperm duct that is cut and then kind of like you fry it a little bit. They cauterize it so that it connects back and still, like, function. Or I don't know if it would function, but at least it's, like, got a blood supply. Yeah, I mean, if we can, like, transfer someone's kidney into another person's body and make it work, I, I assume we could just reconnect a sperm duct thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Dude, I still, I don't understand. Tubal ligation. I've never heard of that either. I mean, I can kind of see why you call it getting your tubes tied, because that's much easier to remember and pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go get my tubal ligation real quick. I, I still can't believe that it's more common for women to get that than men to get a vasectomy. I would have never thought that was that was real. No. That'd be a good, like, trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, towards the end, a little risk at all. You get a lot of people. I still am trying to figure out how they fucking freeze sperm. I've been staring at this the whole time, and I can't find anything. (laughs) So it looks like you have to remove cell water and replace the water inside the cell with antifreeze, which is done by incubating cells in a solution of antifreeze, which then osmosis takes the water out of the cell and antifreeze into it. It looks like that's how it is, and then you just freeze it? Yeah, okay, using liquid nitrogen. That was the fucking thing I was trying to think of. Mm. Damn, keep it at a nice negative 196 Celsius. That's crazy that someone thought of that. Yeah, I... How expensive is it to freeze sperm? I don't know. Oh, did you ever hear of the person in Europe who had, I think, like 500 kids because he just donated so much sperm? Yeah. Oh, speaking of donation, we should talk about the crazy, crazy restrictions that you have to be able to like fall under to be able to even donate your sperm. Oh, like, yeah. It's super hard to be able to do that. That's so weird that we've looked that up before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is pretty strange. Because I, I remember um, looking that up with you. At one point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I have no idea why, but we've definitely done that before. Real quick, before we get off topic and forget about it, how much was it to freeze your sperm? I did not get onto that. I'll check. No worries. Okay, because I just wanted to see what was more expensive, to freeze your egg or freeze your sperm. I'm going to assume egg, and it says, which is this is a pretty big range. I don't know why. Uh, it's, I guess depending on the fertility clinic you go to. But the procedure costs about 6000 to about $25,000. Wow. And I don't know if that's to also hold for a certain length of time or if that's to simply just get the egg. Is it also just one egg? Or, like, how many eggs do you get? I don't know. I would hope it'd be <laughs> more than one. Because they're all just sitting there, yeah. I mean, how yeah. many... Do you, do you suck them all out or... Probably, probably not all, not right? all of them, but... 
Like, how do you know? How do you know how many eggs are stuck? This is insane. Yeah, that seems like a complicated process. But for sperm, it's looks like it's a thousand dollars up front plus three to five hundred dollars per year for storage. Oh, per year. Okay, that ain't too bad. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay, so wait, how much? Can you hit me with those numbers again? A thousand dollars up front plus three to five hundred per year in storage. Damn. Okay. Wow. So this says national average for egg freezing cost per cycle, including, oh, I guess you have to take medication and shit for it, too. That would make sense. It says na- nation average is 15000 oh, I think this one's like trying to like really to get you to go to a certain clinic because they're like the CNY fertility clinic. <laughs> it's 6390 That's pretty <laughs> cheap. <laughs> 6500 I guess, up front. Yeah. And then cost per year... Uh, national average is 2,600 and then the cheap clinic, 1,400. Hmm. Oh, damn. But then you also got to pay to like get the shit in like in vitro fertilization and stuff. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's even that's probably really expensive. Yeah. The na- national average is 1150 or 11,500. Wow. That's expensive. What does the FET mean if needed? Is that like as you're pregnant, like other treatments and shit to be able to make sure... Everything stays well. What the hell? There are at-home sperm freezing companies. <laughs> no, no. What? What do you? Do they send you liquid nitrogen? They're like, all right, splooge in this tube. Drop a couple things in there and throw it in the deep freeze, my guy. I have. N- I'm trying to read about this, but this is crazy. Move over, tombstones. Here comes the a- the sperm. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what do you got in your freezer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not vanilla bean, I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. 600 bucks. 600 bucks. That ain't bad. Yeah. I mean, but you could go to a clinic for 1000 So 1000 I mean, plus you'd... storage every year, though. Oh, so you would still store it at home. It's okay just to be in the I think in the, so. In the I'm deep still freeze? trying to figure out how this works. Yeah, yeah. Shit. We we stuck on this topic. I forgot the other thing we were talking about already. Vasectomies? No, not vasectomies. <laughs> the whole the whole topic of this episode. No, we were talking about like cost of freezing things, but I felt like you brought up something literally 5 minutes ago that I already forgot about. What oh, criteria to donate sperm? Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll look that up. Oh, it looks like okay. Yeah, they just send a package to your house, and then you give them the sample and send it back, and then they'll store it. So it's basically you send it just back saving... in the mail. What? You send it back in the mail? I think so. UPS fucking overnight supreme well, shipping. Yeah, unmarked FedEx package. It looks like. Ooh, FedEx got that. Uh, they've got that <laughs> that clutch on this on the <laughs> sperm donation <laughs> side of business, dude. I wonder what FedEx did for that deal. Okay, see, this is, I, did this change? Because this, oh, okay, yeah, these are very generic. That does not make any sense. I don't know, maybe this California cryobank just takes everything. Listen to this. This spot in California, this is the, uh, this has basic requirements, so I don't know what the specifics are. But age 19 to 38, Okay. height of 5'8 or taller, Currently attending or have graduated from two or four year college. <laughs> the next <laughs> bullet point just says healthy. 
and legally allowed to work in the U.S. Hmm. I remember it being a lot more strict when we looked it up. I remember like six foot, no genetic history of disease. For like you know, multiple generations. Yeah. Preferable like, I believe... like master's degree or higher. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. See, well, this just says this is the that's first round. So like if you can't even make that, like don't even try. It then it says that this is a top sperm bank in California, so the process is extensive and you need to expect to submit a physical exam, including a screening, family history, further evaluations. So this is just like the most basic of basic. But yeah, I do remember when we found out about it that it was like you need to be six foot or taller. Mm. And we were like, damn, that's like that's taller than a lot of people, a lot of guys that we know. Yeah, I I think at the time that we looked it up, neither of us were probably six foot. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Oh, yeah, you probably also, yeah, you need to have a semen sample to even make sure your semen's good enough. Damn, though, you get $70 for donation, though, at the at Phoenix Sperm Bank. That's not bad. Oh, 50 at the time of donation and 20 when the sample is released. Hmm. God, that's always so weird. Imagine that. Was like, you get $20 you did, to have it used? Used? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. I feel like that's kind of low, though. I don't know. I mean, it says right here afterwards, healthy men are able to earn up to $1,000 a month. Yeah, wow. That's. I mean, imagine making twelve grand because you're just going to Phoenix Sperm Bank a couple times a week. I don't know. 20 times a month? Not a bad side hustle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three times a day? <laughs> Well, no, it would have to be 20 times a month. 50, yeah, 50 times 20 would be $1,000. Well, it's 50 at the time of donation, and then 20 when the sample is released. Yeah, but how many of your samples are really going to be released? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Especially within the first month. I don't know how quick. I mean, if they can hold on to it for 15 to 18 years, like fucking A. Yeah. So you might be making more than that. You might you could you could get a nice weird retirement plan where you do a, a shit ton of donations here for like three years and then like <laughs> and then you got five that years passive later, income coming in. Yeah, you got that passive income five years later when it's all getting dished out. <laughs> I mean, if you're like a genetic specimen that people would want, because can't you select which firm you want? Basically, a hundred percent. If you're gonna pay out the ass to pretty much do that, I'm almost guarantee. That you're going to be able to pick. I'm pretty sure I saw Brody doing a TikTok recently where he was like pretending to be his mom, like analyzing the different documents of what you want. Like, I'm pretty sure you're going to know like every single like fact about the individual. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is what I want. So you get to know like race, height, background, everything. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you're about to have their child. Yeah. What if that's, what if that like in the future, that's how it change what if that was the only way you could do it you don't get it you don't get to find your partner everyone has to do in vitro that'd oh, be very geez. strange but i don't know that way you could guarantee you get the genetics you want oh shit speaking of this we should talk about gene splicing oh yeah like crispr i don't know what that is but is that like a specific company or something that's doing it let me look it up quick maybe i'm remembering it wrong but i thought that was the gene splicing technology that they use oh shit to be able to do it i honestly don't know anything about it i just remember reading or hearing a story about it and i'm like holy shit that sounds like some 
thing of the future. And they're like, nope, they're doing it now. And you're like, what? I think it was originally used to repair a genetic mutation. And then once, was it successful though? That's what I want to find out. Because then like once they like change the mutation, then it's like, oh, we can do whatever we want now. But I'm sure there's some sort of, I'm sure there's risk when you're fucking around with splicing DNA. We got very off topics really quickly from <laughs> vasectomies. Yeah, I kind of thought that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even looked into the process of vasectomies yet, and we're like gene splicing. <laughs> True. Do we wa- do we want to roll back the vasectomies and make Scott proud, and then we can get on to our ramblings? Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out gene splicing maybe later. I've taken one look at it, and I. I'm afraid I'm going to have to read many articles to understand what's actually going on. Yeah. I did see that it won the Nobel Prize this year for, like, gene editing technology, basically. Damn. Or in 2020, so not this year, but... Whatever, whatever. No, it's still awesome. Specifically, what is the vasectomy procedure? It looks like the male vas deferentia. I've never heard the vas deferens being plural before. Um, <laughs> are cut and then tied or sealed to prevent sperm from uh, entering the urethra. Is the tied method how you can reverse it? Or do they put a little fucking bow tie in there? A little, little <laughs> <laughs> Like a sailor's knot? Hell yeah. Yeah, the quick sailor's knot and then just call it good. Let's see. How do we reverse it? What the fuck is a no-scalpel vasectomy? What? Oh, do they like use some like small needle incision or something i don't know i just saw that there was two different vasectomy types there's a scalpel and a no scalpel is it like almost giving birth where they just kind of sit you up in some stirrups and then i <laughs> go to town <laughs> on you i don't know i'm gonna assume most likely i, I don't know do you get put under for it or do you think they just use Local it's probably anesthesia. like a dentist and it's like local anesthetic. Holy shit. I don't think I would do well. I would tell him just to fucking put me out. There's no it, way. There, there's no probably way I'd an say option for that. Rub some cream on my nutsack and then go to town while I'm awake here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no way. No, they'll get I one would, of the big needles they use for when they're doing oh, dental stuff. And stab shit. it right in. No. While oh my god, they'll uh, actually it'll be a two for one. I'll have a dentist appointment while doing it as well. I mean, there while we're there, just put. I'll just jump in a tub of local anesthesia and then and then out. you have Everything a surgeon nice cutting you up, taking out your appendix at the same time. It's got like four different Let's doctors do cutting you all open. All the fucking procedures. Yeah, I'll wake. <laughs> up, I'll feel like shit after, but I mean, we'll be productive, I guess. Now, what about you? Would you would you take the local or would you be put out? I definitely want to be put out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk to the doc about his fucking weekend plans as he's fucking <laughs> cutting my manhood. I'm like, I'm just okay. I'd rather just sleep for it. Did you real quick? Also anesthesia. That shit's fucking strong as shit. I, when you got your wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah. Do you, do you remember the countdown? Like, do you remember how far you got it all? I think I got from like 10 to nine. Yeah, I literally, I'm pretty sure I was like 10, bam, and I was out. Like, I don't remember, I, I didn't get far at all. Yeah. R- rocked me on my shit, okay. Because I, I heard that there's some people that like, which is weird, but they, inten- I don't know how many surgeries or what the fuck's going on, but they intentionally try and fight it. 
Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Very strange. I also don't know why they're at the doctors that many times being put under. But <laughs> there's a group of people that are like, fuck the anesthesia. We're going to make it all the way down. It'd be interesting to, I don't know, try and see how far you can make it. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to make it that far because the whole point yeah, is like... to get knocked out. <laughs> I'm glad that it just put me out right away. All right. Good times. No, I'm going to figure out what this no scalpel vasectomy is, though. Oh, okay. It's kind of some bullshit, I guess. So I don't know what this means, but it says that they nub the scrote with a local anesthetic and then they make a tiny puncture hole in the skin of the scrotum. What does that mean? Do they just have a little needle thing that like comes out real quick and just punctures a hole in your sack and then... And then they just use the hole to like, I don't know, kind of like dig around and like. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a lot shit. of surgeries now, they can do like really small incisions and basically just use little, I don't know, camera type things and tools to like dig around in your body instead of. Is that better? Completely opening you up. I think so. I mean, so. but like a scalpel, maybe. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know how big it really needs to be. There's little bleeding and no stitches in this procedure. Less painful and less likely to cause complications. Okay. Hmm. All right. Maybe I'll go that fucking put me out. No scalp. Yeah. And to get it reversed, it looks like all you have to do is sew the ends of the vas deferens back together, basically, which is called a vasovasectomy. Okay. There is a second method where if that's not possible, just due to... I don't know how your body is and how your vasectomy was done. There is another procedure where they could attach it to basically the back of each testicle instead of connecting them back together. But that's a lot more in depth and might have some complications to it. Yeah. That sounds fucking scary. Yeah. The more complicated it is, I feel like the more I'm in a, I'm leaning away towards no, the little <laughs> puncture hole thing doesn't sound too bad, honestly. Well, that, that's to reverse it if you ever want to reverse it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sure reversing is always going to be more of a problem. It still only takes about two to four hours, and you usually go home the same day. Yeah, I mean, I remember when my dad got his. He fucking... No, for the reversal. Oh, shit, really? Like okay. it's, that, it's apparently that easy. So then why, <laughs> why aren't guys doing it? I don't know. I don't understand. What's the big deal, guys? Let's all get our nuts chopped. Let's have a national vasectomy day. I think we some all... <laughs> people just worry about complications with surgery. Like, personally, I don't yeah. like the thought of any of that. Just the potential side effects of, oh, what if something, I don't know, gets cut wrong? Or what if it's not sterilized completely and you get an infection in your balls? Or Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't sound great. I don't know. With... I yeah, know. I think the technology Medicine, is... Where it's at, it's at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have how much it costs, how it's done. Another thing that I was curious of, when was the procedure finalized and when was the first attempt? And, like, was there early practices before we had the the way we do it now? Because that sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess this makes sense. The first recorded vasectomy was performed on a dog hmm. in 1823. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, a long time ago. I don't know why I didn't think they would do it on a different animal first. <laughs> Straight to the fucking humans. <laughs> snip, snip. 
1823 though that's such a long time yeah i mean i forgot when when was anesthetics made again i know we looked it up before but i almost think that's before i want to say that's before as well 1846 holy shit that poor dog 1846 yeah okay yeah so this poor i don't know what they did for that dog then to be able to like do a vasectomy they had to have knocked it out yeah do you think it was like on i don't know not a dead dog but no because then how the fuck would they know that it worked i have no idea that's a that's a scary thing to think about but no the first vasectomy was actually done to bring about atrophy of the prostate so basically to like help it shrink uh it wasn't even like done to as like a method of birth control at all Mm. just strange and is that just because someone has an enlarged prostate or is that to prevent prostate cancer or something or i don't know i think i have no idea it might have been that they had a prostate disease maybe it was an enlarged prostate uh for some reason the prostate needed to shrink and they were like oh well this is a great way to fucking do it i don't know we tend to have a lot of fucking issues with our prostate so i'm sure there was probably some complication or something going on like that i don't think most people would get cut in the nuts unless it was serious Mm mm-hmm and even when it's serious, it looks like not a lot of us still do it. So, I'm se- I'm seeing here that <laughs> a vasectomy is nearly a hundred percent effective in preventing pregnancy. I'd yeah, like they to give know you the ninety nine. Yeah, the one time that it didn't work. Oh. How does it not work? I don't know. One guy sneaks through. I want to know what the fuck this is. It says the first vasectomy program on a national scale was launched in 1954 in India. And in 1976, I still don't understand what this means. It says a huge government campaign for sterilization was launched and was responsible for the sterilization of millions of Indian couples. <laughs> I believe I, that. I don't understand. Was it just to have less kids? Yeah. Like I mean, they have especially 1.3 I mean, billion people. Not enough. <laughs> well, it's probably more than that now. That's That's probably a really old number. Because I think I heard that we're almost at 8 billion people in the world. I'm pretty sure. Are, are we not? I was confident that we were at 8 billion, actually. Oh, I had always thought it was 7 billion. No, I've thought that for the longest, but I feel like in the last year or two, I think I heard someone saying that we hit 8 billion. I could be full of shit, but I'm fairly confident we're there. I'm seeing as of 2027.8 billion. Oh, okay. Then I'm full of shit. That's okay. Oh wait, I see 7.9 billion at the start of or as of April 2021. So we're getting close. Okay, damn, we're right there. We're we're itching. We can it. do it. We got to help yeah. out. We got to start reversing these vasectomies. Reverse those vasectomies, baby. Let's start banging out some kids, my guy. What there's a world population the, counter that like goes yeah. up and down. That's there's yeah. no way that's seen, even remotely accurate. No, I remember seeing that counter in like eighth grade with Mr. Wilson. It says it's live, right? I did not the know World that O-meter. China had more people than India did. I always thought it was India. Oh. Surprising. Where do they get these? I'm looking at the world calendar thing right now. Where do they even get this data? Like, is that know. really how many people are like, is every single number someone hitting enter on finalizing like a birth certificate? Or yeah, a death there's certificate? no way. I don't know. Could be. Who I'm knows? so curious about this. Another animal that was used quite a bit to study vasectomies was guinea pigs, actually. Hmm. Very. 
I that's so small. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you need a big population, they normally have pretty large litters and stuff as well. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, a lot of the early procedures were done for other purposes than reducing pregnancy. Other things were they were hopeful that it would reduce masturbation, treat criminality, so just hopefully make you a, a more chill individual and improve quality of life. Why do they think that? Does Do they think it's going to reduce testosterone? Like, does it actually do I that? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's simply like your testicles are the things that are producing that, that test. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, just snipping one tube that, like, carries the sperm it creates to outside the body wait so what happens with all the sperm that the balls just keeps creating does it eventually fill up and it's like oh what we're done i was curious about that too (laughs) the balls are full now (laughs) it's like a unmilked cow (laughs) jesus (laughs) i don't know why i'm having such a difficult time spelling vasectomy I know. I haven't spelled it's it a right weird a single time. One. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. I'm seeing that there's more testosterone. What? There's a, well, probably a because type. the Oh, uh, what? There's different types of test? Yeah, there's dihydrotestosterone. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think I don't know what the other types are, but uh types. Oh man, this is getting deep deep that's okay you look at the types of uh, testosterone i guess the reason why well, the reason uh, when you said there's more testosterone i think that would make sense oh actually i don't know because you're holding in all your sperm does that mean that more testosterone would be created because it says here that the testes still make the sperm but when the sperm die it's absorbed back into the body so because you're not shooting out all your testosterone or i guess sperm does it go up from there? I don't know. This this article is saying that testosterone level actually stays the same. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on a lot of the other ones, too. This was just some random study about people who had vasectomies 20 or more years ago and seeing if there was a higher risk of prostate cancer due to, oh. like, a change in hormones. It's funny because the first one was done to reduce the the size of the prostate. I don't really know how much that really changes prostate cancer, but yeah, it looks whoa, whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. You say your fact here, and then I got something that I'm reading that blows my mind. Yeah, the I mean, testosterone is just transported through the bloodstream, not the vas deferens, so it yeah. shouldn't really affect testosterone production. Okay, I think I found out why the 99% effective thing is there. Oh, really? <laughs> So it says, how long does a man produce sperm after a vasectomy? And it says, the first sentence is, is, you won't be sterile immediately. That for most men, sperm is still present for a few months afterwards. And on average, you need to ejaculate 20 or more times before your semen is free of sperm. (laughs) To like clear out the pipes. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. That's wild. Yeah. You need to get your shit... Your semen analyzed at the six week and the twelve week mark after your vasectomy. Damn. So that's probably where that ninety nine percent comes in because guys can't fucking wait a sec. They're like, "It's time, babe." <laughs> and then bada bing, bada boom. Nine months later, got a little Jimmy. 
I mean, I don't know if you'd want to be going at it the day after you get your balls cut into. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be the day after. I mean, it said fucking 20 Ejax. That could be a, a while. Yeah, I mean, it true. said still get it checked out six to 12 weeks later. So I don't know, like three weeks. Yeah, that, that is three weeks. Actually. I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so we gotta we gotta we gotta give a call out here. Uh, shout out to Sir Astley Paston Cooper. He's the guy who actually made all this uh, vasectomy stuff possible. He's the guy that was cutting up dogs without anesthesia. But because of him, we are where we're at now. And I actually found a pretty decent page about the history of vasectomy. So if I find out anything else that's crazy, we'll go into that. Oh, this is vasectomies. Would you look into what year the first like? Oh, yeah. Tubes being tied started. Oh, interesting. So the very first, we talked about the first surgeries were done not to prevent pregnancy. And the first vasectomy that was done for non, well, it says non-medical reasons. I don't know what the fuck that means. Was actually on a subject who was 19 years old. He was an inmate in Indiana. And the young man complained of excessive masturbation and couldn't stop. And so he asked for a vasectomy. Hmm. And as a result of the operation, the boy became more of a sunny disposition, brighter of intellect, and ceased to masturbate. What? I don't understand. (laughs) Why? That wouldn't change anything, right? (laughs) We'd already talked about how hormones and everything didn't change. So, Yeah, that's that's all mental. Yeah. Just like a giant placebo effect, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty wild, though. 19, too? Fuck. It looks like the first tubes tied on a woman was in 1880 in Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. Okay, wow. 1880 is still a while back. That's pretty early. That that is after the first history. Anesthesia. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and after anesthesia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there was, back in the day, a lot of conflicting results that were coming out with vasectomies, and a lot of doctors were seeing changes in the testicles after the procedure was performed. I don't know if they would, like, shrivel up or what the fuck would happen, but one doctor was getting kind of pissed off because he had over 200 surgeries in his belt, and every time turned out proper and what he was looking for. And I guess that in the early days, there just wasn't a common practice on how the procedure was performed and so doctors did it a little bit differently everywhere and that's where the confusion of results came and he was like all right we gotta fucking dial down on a procedure here and released a paper and was like this is the way you got to do it and this is how you don't have negative health effects and we've been pretty much using his procedure ever since dr robert osland in 1923 Hmm. fuck yeah yeah, I'm seeing there was a pretty big change in how it was done for women. Prior to the 1960s, it was performed by basically cutting into a woman's abdomen, and then that required uh, five to seven days of hospitalization afterwards. Jesus. But now it seems like... I don't really understand the process now, but it seems like it's a lot more... I don't know, just smaller incisions. It it seems very complicated still with a bunch of tools that I don't know what they are, but I'm trying to see if there's any hospitalization required or anything. Wow, okay. 
So speaking of these weird reasons individuals were getting vasectomies, I guess eugenics was a misguided belief in the human that the human race could be improved by eliminating the undesirable elements from the gene pool. So back in the day, concepts for like pretty much all criminals was that there and like mental illness was that there was all hereditary. And so there was a huge movement to like stop crime and mental illness that all criminals and the mentally insane should be sterilized to prevent them from creating more criminals and mentally insane people. Oh, wow. And I guess this kind of swept through the United States and scientists were producing publics of like work in like the 1890s that was saying that like what they're doing to criminals is not a punishment and that it is in fact going to help them enjoy their life and actually like become a useful member of society. What? How? I don't know. But apparently they thought vasectomies was the fucking way to do it. Yeah. I mean, that gets pretty messed up if you're starting to say who can and can't have kids and all of that. Damn. There was a guy named Harry Sharp who was so with that last statement that I said that he was like begging laws to render every male sterile that went into any sort of criminal system or insane asylum. Wow. And created a, a published called Vasectomy as a Means of Preventing Procreation in, de- in Defectives. That's what he called them, defectives. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. And from 1909 to 1924, over 6,500 people were sterilized without their consent because of this belief. Wow. That's so many people. I mean, not in like the giant grand scheme of things, but like... That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking people. You're under arrest. Now take off your pants. Holy shit. And like... (laughs) Let me fucking cut your sack. (laughs) No one has to No, officer. I'm innocent. (laughs) I was just jaywalking. Give me that fucking balls. No, I mean, that's crazy, though. Just think of how many people that that actually probably prevented from being born and that's just what's listed that's just what's listed yeah like imagine i'm sure a lot of this was done because i mean it was without their consent Mm -hmm. and it says right here that reasons range from criminal behavior a little bit of insanity all the way to something as simple as epilepsy imagine you had fucking epilepsy and they're like snip it (laughs) jesus this is wild all right so i'm continuing this eugenics education i don't know if this means that what I was talking about, like, continued. But it, this says that it, Switzerland, that, like, the law passed to be able to do this in 1928, and it continued until 1972. Wow. That's a long fucking time. Wait, you said in Switzerland? Yeah. Huh. I would not have thought that. So the program continued against gypsies until 1972. I don't know what this has to do with anything, but it said in July of 1933, the Germans passed a law that required certification of fitness to marry. Hmm. Does that mean physical health? You had to be physically healthy enough to marry? No, I think that's probably that just health a in Hitler general? thing. <laughs> oh, just no. guessing on <laughs> the time. The time frame? Yeah. yeah, I guess I wasn't really thinking about that. I'm going to look into it, though. I'm still interested. Yep. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Damn. And then with what we're talking about, World War II, if you couldn't get the certificate to marry, not only could you not marry, but you were considered a candidate immediately for sterilization, and you had to appear in a hereditary health court. 
And that movement continued until the end of World War II and is estimated that 350,000 people were sterilized without consent. Wow. Holy shit. Now that's some fucking crazy times. What the fuck? Is this real? Wait, sorry. What were you about to say? For women getting their tubes tied, just kind of going back to that, apparently there's not a 100% chance of success, just like the male version. Good. Uh, Jesus. But it does say that fewer than one out of 100 women will get pregnant in the first year after the procedure. But if you are younger, it is more likely that the procedure will not work on you. Not that there's a high chance in general, but just of those who could still get pregnant, which is actually very dangerous to get pregnant if you've had this procedure. It happens more so in younger women. Okay. What I was freaking out about, dude, this is a great fucking site. Uh, it's called stuff. The, no, 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 no. We're off of that. Okay, uh, no, speaking of vasectomies that were done to treat other things besides what it's for, there was a vasectomy that was performed in 1923 as an attempt to treat oral squamous cell carcinoma, which is pretty much, it is what you would imagine. I mean, cancer, I mean, it can be in various spots, though, like somewhere in the mouth, on the tongue, neck, and cheek, it looks like. And the individual who did that was none other than uh, the famous psychologist Sigmund Freud. Mm. Of course. Yeah. That fits, uh, fits right up in his alley. Wow. Okay, so, and then going back with the reversal... Imagine they're the first group of men who got the reversals all did voluntary vasectomies. So they all like for science. They're like, let's fucking get our shit sniffed and then come back in a little while. And uh, I, I think that's probably that made up of people who had it and then regretted it. Or did they have them get snipped and then they're like, hopefully we'll put you back together. No. Okay, yeah. So it looks like it was more of like a range. It was from 1941 to 1949. Men that... I'm guessing it's probably those that were like kind of regretting it a little bit. All right. Wow. Well, that was a fantastic fucking website. I'm I, I'm curious about the switch, though, that I was originally talking about. Right now, that was forever ago, but I'm curious if that was... A, uh, there's no way I just made that up. Wow. I'm reading about this gene editing technology, and it's absolutely crazy. It, it It is CRISPR, but basically they're able to go down to the DNA level, find the gene that you're looking for, and introduce a micro incision and cut it so it disables that gene. Damn. And then they, do they put something in there to like offset it? That way if it like gets replicated, it would have something else in there? Or is it just like, oh, it just stops replicating that one gene? It, yeah, it looks like it can make precise changes such as replacing faulty genes okay but it's very difficult process i guess wow this is crazy um also i was correct there is a switch um (laughs) does it have a button like the just constantly press it kind of there is i don't know i'm gonna have to fucking look into more of how it works but in layman's terms it's uh, it's like a little on-off switch. There's like a little valve that's put in there, and when the device is implanted, the valve is open, and there's like a little switch that's through the skin of the scrotum. You can pretty much push onto that switch and like close the valve, and then semen what? and sperm is going to be diverted into the scrotum instead of like being oh. ejaculated. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Is, is that concerning though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I still feel like I don't completely understand what happens with sperm when you do get a regular vasectomy, but I think it's better than having it diverted into your balls. <laughs> holy shit i don't know does the body just absorb it just get fucking plucked in the bloodstream (laughs) it just starts swimming around in there finds its ways to other areas oh wow holy shit yeah i have no idea Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is device is still under development. Ah. But this was posted in 2016, so I don't know what happened with it. Holy shit, it literally looks like a fucking light switch. What? Like, I want to take a picture and fucking send it. Look up, okay, right, I'm going to tell you to, to look up something real yep. quick. Bimec, B-I-M-E-K, yep. space, all caps, S-L-V. Just fucking hit that with the Google. I'm seeing a picture of a woman's hand holding this right now. Literally, it looks like an old-time fucking switch you'd, like, walk into a bedroom and see. Yeah, wow. Like, and that's big. That, that, that's a uh, lot that's bigger than That's my first thought. thought, too. That's fucking huge. Like, like that's like an inch or two, us, it looks like. Yeah. Picture your thumbnail not, like, maybe width-wise. Or, no, the long side. I don't fucking know. I've got, yeah. The long side of your nail, and maybe even a little bit more. Whoa. How would you like that in your fucking nutsack? And for what reason? <laughs> there are a lot of articles in 2016 and 2017, but nothing, nothing more new. recent. Yeah. I mean, they got a website. We're just going to type in discontinued. Yeah, I don't know how many people are like, sign me up for implanting a light switch in my balls. <laughs> I don't know. It gives people the fucking options, you know? I'm, I'm kind of going back to to you. Like, why would you ever get that? If you Dude, really want a vasectomy, get one. If you don't, yeah. then don't. This just, yeah. I think, introduces a lot more complications. Complications and shit, yeah. Does it ever I'm have to get really, replaced? I'm, I, I'm sure that's probably what is fucking taking it. I mean, I've nothing's been posted about it for five fucking years, so... I'm sure it was one of those things where it like blew up. Everyone was paying attention to it. Now it's just kind of died down. I'm sure there was probably some complication shit. Yeah, it looks like know. they're still trying to get it approved. Damn. But don't worry. It's 100% vegan. <laughs> what? What? I hate uh, when yeah. stuff I'm does sure that for very obvious plastic things. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really seem like it has any indication of when this will be available to anybody so don't don't expect this don't count on it yeah and their website looks pretty like fucking cheesy honestly it doesn't look that great hey but it's vegan it's only two grams oh my god their slogan is as small as a gummy bear gummy (laughs) bears are pretty fucking big yeah (laughs) as small as a gummy bear you think that would ever like I don't know, just rattle around weird and hit something and cause some pain? I don't know. I I just imagine that having something down there can cause some issues. Do you have to get two? One for each nut? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, no. It would probably... Does it all connect into one tube, or is there two tubes that the sperm goes There's two tubes. All the way? 
Yeah. Or is there a connection at some point? Two tubes called the vas deferens are cut and sealed. But that's that's on the test. That's on the test. So we do it right in front of the testicles. Does it eventually connect into the shaft and then well, just guess go into your, one tube? urethra, but you're not going to block that. <laughs> you might. I would not mess with that <laughs> at all. Because then, I you, mean, block. Then you might ruin the being able for. to piss. That's what the switch. Imagine the fucking. Imagine the switch gets stuck. Yeah. Oh. Imagine trying to take a. Oh. Really holding one take in. Take a then. piss. Oh my god. What if you couldn't? Like, what if you just went, and there's the blockage? What happens? Just fucking explode? It would probably like back up and cause a lot of problems. Holy shit! I hate that. Be good for road trips, though. You wouldn't have to make as many pit stops. Jesus. Hey, everyone, turn off your switch for a little bit. We're not We're not stopping. <laughs> we got the whole family fucking <laughs> Bimex SLV'd. That way we can make it to fucking California in one night. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is one oh. particular thing, but I think you... You definitely get the golden mic for this one for digging up this this Bimec SLV <laughs> thing. This is fantastic. Thank you, buddy. Oh, I appreciate it. Feels good. Oh my god, it's so funny that like for some reason 2016 was when it was like it was the fucking rocking news. Like every single article is like 2016 or 2015, and then it just died. It died so hard. Yeah, I, I don't even know how the fuck I heard of this. <laughs> were you interested at one time? I don't know. I must. Yeah, what, what were you doing back in 2016? Let's think back. Nothing. I wasn't doing anything <laughs> important. Oh, man, oh man. Uh, was there more that you wanted to talk about gene splicing, or should we save that for a different time? Probably save that for a different time. It seems pretty complicated. <laughs> yeah, that seems fucking absolutely insane. Just like fucking women getting their tubes tied. I mean, what about your just basic thoughts? I know this is a very off topic, but would you ever consider editing any part of a potential kid's gene, maybe, if they have some sort of, I don't know, genome that would influence them to have a higher chance of, I don't know, dementia or I don't know what exactly is gene-related diseases, but like Parkinson's or something? So most, yeah, so this is all done while still pregnant, correct? I just want to make sure. Before the cells have, like, replicated enough to, like, baby baby, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I know okay. a lot of it's used in food and, like, plant stuff. That's yeah. the more common use of this because human trials are kind of iffy. Iffy, yeah, we'll get there. Damn, I don't know, because I think another big thing about this is that you have to, to be able to do this, don't you have to go in and get a DNA test yourself? Because then you'd see, like, oh, there's a higher risk that if I had a child that my offspring could have this and this and this, correct? Because I'm pretty sure they have to have a map at least of like, oh, this is like what most likely the genes are going to look like. I don't think they just fucking go in there blind. Go exploring, um, yeah. <laughs> gene exploring. Uh, Dora the Explorer fucking <laughs> tackles embryos. Don't worry, we got a map. <laughs> yeah, we got the fucking map. And boots. Uh, <laughs> see, the thing is, is that... I don't think I would do the DNA test because I already don't go to the doctors for anything already. And like if I was having a kid, I don't think I would do a DNA 
testing myself to see all that. Because then I'd be like, I probably would see my DNA and be like, holy shit. And I'd probably just freak out, think I'm going to like die of cancer in like the next five years because I'll see something that I don't like. Or I'd be like, oh, I have a high risk of like Alzheimer's or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been, cons- I've been going back and forth on that. I'm actually very interested to see if I have any sort of genetic disposition towards any sort of diseases. Like, it would be unfortunate kind of knowing about it, but at the same time, yeah. you could change some sort of lifestyle factors and help prevent it as much as possible if you I knew guess, yeah. something is more likely in your family, like heart disease, you could... Make sure you have a better diet so you're not adding to that and dying even yeah, earlier. Yeah, but for the most part, you're fairly healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, out of everybody in the world, I would say you and me, for the most part, do not need to be super worried about that. I'm sure that we could always go balls to the walls and, like, really, really, really vamp up our, like, lifestyle and, like, what you eat. But physical, activity-wise, like, you and me, I feel like, are doing better than a good majority of people. So like I mean uh, yeah even, I mean when you, when you compare it to the US and like two thirds of people yeah. being obese yeah <laughs> but I mean at the same time like it I I want to be healthy when I'm old I don't want to be yeah like I don't know it, this is so off topic but I no, it's all good. to me health span matters a lot more than lifespan I want to make oh, sure yeah, I'm like quality as over healthy quantity as possible up until the day I'm dead. Yeah. And so, like, if practice. I could prevent dementia be, and, like, knowing that, oh, hey, maybe I just need to get more sleep because I'm predisposed to it, I would focus yeah. so hard on doing that, you know? But is there, yeah, I mean, is there a guaranteed, there's a lot of things that I think we could try to do, but there's not a guarantee that it's not going to happen. No, that's, no. I, I but, guess that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could look into it. But at the same time, even, I mean, it gives you a percentile thing. There's probably other things that are like, oh, you have hardly any risk of this, but it could still happen at the same time. Yeah, true, true. So I don't know. I mean, there's a horse apiece. I mean, I understand your way completely, but I think for those that are listening as well, just if, if this is making you nervous for anything and you're like, fuck, I'm actually kind of getting worried right now, there's probably some actions you should do to change your lifestyle a little bit. And maybe that is more sleep. Maybe it's, I don't know, busying your mind a little bit, doing something that, I don't know, makes you think for dementia wise. I don't really know. I'm sure I think there's other little like mind games and shit that you can practice to like keep your mind busy. Come I don't back really know to those brain games that they used to Fuck advertise yeah, on TV all the time. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I think I'm not trying to like sway you at all. I mean, if that's something you'd want to do, like go right for it. I think that I just knowing my personality, I think seeing that would make me panic more than be understanding and be like, okay, this is where I need to go. I think I would just live in like a fucking world of like fretting. And I think I, just ignorance is bliss in my point of view. That that's why I've been <laughs> I, I've been interested, but I don't think there's any chance that I would pull the trigger on it just because I know I would freak out about it and then try and optimize it to the to the utmost degree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that yeah. it wouldn't be I'd probably cause more stress in my life and then get a different <laughs> disease <laughs> because of that. <laughs> That's just how fucking life works, baby. <laughs> Oh man, no, that's crazy. Gene splicing. What a what a fucking concept. I can't Yeah, I can't we've even mentioned it fathom. before, but we'll have to actually do a full episode on it sometime. Dude, yeah, like that way we can get we'll, we'll get down to the nitty-gritty, figure out everything for it, but that blows my fucking mind. Who 
it's so crazy to think that there's humans out there that just wake up every day and they're like, yep, time to fucking research gene splicing and make that more accurate. Like that is such a level of intelligence that on a scientific scale that I cannot even fucking comprehend right now. I mean, you dedicate your whole life to researching that and I'm sure you you and mathematics is probably in that sort of equation, but it's just it, it's just crazy how fucking smart some people are. Yeah. You know? Like, like oh I, my god. I I met someone who had a glow-in-the-dark oxalotl because I knew what? someone who could edit the genes of the oxalotl and make them glow in the dark. Uh, like, that's this, insane to me. <laughs> that For a pet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... That's wild. If you're that smart, I hope you are living your fucking... But if you're that smart, you're not probably listening to this fucking podcast. That's no. probably for sure. No, you're, not. <laughs> you're listening to something. You're listening to one of those podcasts that you and me listen to for 20 minutes and we're lost. That like saying, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think... Oh, dude. Uh, Elon Musk, one of the examples of someone who's up there with that intelligence. Who do you think's like... I don't know. I always think about this. Who is the Elon Musk of our generation? Do you think they've come out yet? Are they still studying... Who is? Have you heard any big names? How old is Elon Musk? Is he really that far out of our generation? I want to say he's mid forties. I'd throw that out there. What do you think? Quick guess before you look it up. If maybe you already have. I typed in the name, but I didn't see the age. I don't know. I I mean, he did PayPal, and I think that was maybe nineteen ninety nine. I don't know why I'm thinking that. So I think he might be over fifty. Actually, now thinking about it. Let's see. He's forty nine. 49, 49. Wow. So that's a pretty big jump. I mean... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, just about double us? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I hope you guys are out there fucking cranking away, solving the world's crazy issues, or... Or just making it a better place for somebody. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's all you can ask for. (laughs) Yep, even if you're not, I I just hope you're happy. I can imagine being that smart. I feel like I'd just be constantly freaking the fuck out about everything around me. Ignorance is bliss. And that's what we've learned during vasectomies. <laughs> we got really fucking spiritual there while we we're talking about cutting balls. So yeah. uh, thank you, Scott, our number one fan, for sending out the uh, the episode. We always uh, we never know if it's going to be a short one or a long one. And apparently we could talk about testicles or something <laughs> relative closely to it for an hour 15. So... Or there something you go. not relatively close to it. Yeah. Or we'll just distract ourselves at least. We, it's all part of the episode. Whatever. We'll bounce around. We'll come back. It'll be a good time. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And have a fantastic day or night. See you. Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right. Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered... Write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.